0: Welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle
1: Love. Milton, Jagermeiser, Heels,
0: Sierra, Nana, McDaniels, Captain Morgan, Diddy Ding, Skilla! Jason, Glenn Levitt, Fireball! Rupeer, Contact, What, Sheet, Soco, Give Sackies, Fingeray, and George Pickle, and don't forget Dick Insider. Or, whatever you're having. What's happening?
1: What's going on, you
0: potheads? Another fine day in the studio, in the
1: old studio, Roski.
0: Episode one hundred and two. One hundred and two. One hundred and two. Can't believe we're in the triple digits. Yeah, we are. I I, I know. It's uh, it's. We, uh, we made it to the bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the bonus round. Uh, we did it. I, you know, it's it we feels it. like a big accomplishment, and I know it's not that big a deal. There's many podcasters out there that made it into the triple digits. Yeah, but, but
1: they're uh, they're they're only doing like five minute, ten minute podcasts. Well, I mean, we could do that all day long. We could do one every day and put out 365. You know, there you go. We right. should start
0: cutting shows into just uh, eight minute eg- a- intervals, and just start sending <laughs> them out every single day.
1: Yeah, just boom. Here you go. <laughs> did it? Did, did 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 your five minute little news thing or something? You know, boom. There's your little tidbit or something. <laughs>
0: And that's what's funny because um, I've seen that, and that's just an anomaly in the podcast world. Is um, is you know I've heard a lot of podcasters talk about that. The guys that really are following the uh, the analytics and the you know the all the all the numbers and the data and all that stuff, you know, and, and, and following along how the the ups and downs and all that flow. The guys that put out shows every day are always ranked higher than the guys that only do it once a week or biweekly or so on, and I guess that's just natural because the more shows you put out, the higher your you know your download spike and so on and so forth. But yeah, it's 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 still a learning curve with the podcast world. You know, it's uh, it doesn't necessarily well, reflect.
1: Well, are we are we uh, you know. Or whoever doing the the, the guy driving in the car or the guy sitting in the garage, you know, or the guy that got a five minute or 10 minute or a half an hour or two hour commute or truck drivers or, you know, whatever. I mean, that was the thing I think with Drew and Mike was what the thing was when the pandemic hit or something like that is that, you know, some of their, you know, whatever happened or whatever was, you know, due to the pandemic.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but
1: sure. We can blame a lot of stuff on the pandemic, you know,
0: and you're right, too, because it does depend on the guys. You know, the 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 demographics and the people that are listening to you because you got the guy that drives to work every day and wants to hear a show every day. But then you have the other guy that goes to work every day and, and plugs has, in his
1: Milwaukee and well, he sits at work for eight hours and he's on the job site. And, you know, he's got two hours to you know, listen. To and
0: not show. only that, he's the guy that listens to eight different podcasts a week, too. So, you know, so he might be the guy that goes, yeah, I like the two guys in the bottle of because they only do once a week show. So I can do them on Mondays, you know, him on Tuesdays and, you know, so on. So however it is out there. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. And I don't get too (laughs) lost in the uh, in in all the numbers and all that at this point. But uh, I'm sure that some point we will. It's just it's just nice to see the numbers keep growing and and. uh, you know the bumps keep pumping and, well, and at, the, some,
1: well, at some point we're gonna do one from space so you
0: know, at some point you just at keep sending in those
1: donations and uh <laughs> you know we get a million and a half a piece and we're going to space and uh you know what you can uh, you can go with us travel there we go there but we if go. you listen to episode 10 uh you only get 10 albums to sneak on board so then <laughs> you gotta make the tough choice about the
0: other ones. those are tough choices <sighs> too yeah that was
1: a great anyway, Yeah, that was fun yeah because yeah. it's so hard you I, you can't you know you just can't anyway no no. and
0: and and thanks for flashing back on that anybody that hasn't listened to episode 10-2 you
1: do have to go back and listen to that that's it is a classic episode (laughs) it sure even if i didn't even do the show and someone else did that with our voices and did exactly what we said and how we did it and did everything like that if it was somebody else like a different alternate reality and they did it (laughs) i would still listen to it
0: it was fun like
1: i would just listen to like tons of fun dude No, you cannot pick between Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin. Right. Get out of here. You know, just you just can't Those are choices you just can't make. They were tough decisions on that that podcast. It was tough. There was a lot of anger. There was a lot of animosity. There was some, you know, how dare you, you know. Yeah. Pit, you know. Uh, black sabbath against you know whoever whatever I, I i did or whatever you know or motorhead or whatever you know but yeah that was that was a fun episode it was it so, was
0: uh, yeah and, it, and the feedback was great and and mm-hmm. yeah tons of fun and i and i want to say short of I, I just looked at all those numbers not not too long ago but i want to say short of um the episode 33 which was the first episode that we had uh, with no pathetic on it? I want to say that episode ten two was our second, and it might even be the first. I'd have to go back and look, but one of those two was our top downloaded episodes ever. Yep. So, so yeah, right in there, and and they and they were both very good ones. So for regardless. sure, regardless. But hey, this you know uh, this week, I, I here we are. I, I, I just snuck right up on us, and I was and I was thinking about it. And, and and here we are. There on ain't the, nothing uh, wrong with a quickie. I, <laughs> it's, Come on, man. It, uh, you know it, it's uh, it's nine eleven, and uh, you know it, it's it's hard to believe. And I hate you know this is the one thing that keeps popping up that I don't like is anniversary, and I don't I don't like the I don't you know for 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 what we're talking about you know for the for the 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 nine eleven attacks um that 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 the united states went through i don't like the anniversary term i can't i can't think of a better term um and and that's what i keep seeing is the is you know certain things keep popping up and they call it an anniversary and and you know That's funny
1: you can say that word but you can't say tornado or or whatever biden (laughs) you know i mean it's just who's gonna change the dictionary on this one i mean the well, 20th I wish, anniversary of 9-11. Uh, yeah, I wish... Is it somebody, really an anniversary? No. I mean, who's celebrating? You know who's celebrating? Don't even get me started. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm already in a mood-ish, you know, <laughs> and, and it's it, it's no... Uh, sca- Scooter knows
0: exactly where yeah. it's coming from. Well, I understand. So
1: I was going to be the quiet one tonight, uh, which I will probably be, but I'm still... Well, that gonna, never I'm happens. still Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm still probably going to throw some stuff out there, but you know what? I'm in... I'm just... I don't know. I like you. Do you have words for it? Or, well, I, or? you know,
0: I, I I can't call it an anniversary. I just can't. It's just not my wheelhouse to even say that. I, I you know I I don't I don't know if we want to call it a remembrance or or where we are, but here we are, twenty years later, and we wanted to make sure that we dedicated this show to um, you know to what happened to you know to this country to everybody in this country you know twenty years ago. Never And forget. we have a lot of things to cover and a we lot do. of things to remember and we do. you know we're not going to try to make it the whole part of the show nope. um but absolutely we want to make sure that we we get through some memories because we have a lot of listeners that vary from um you know from older than us to younger than us to to people that weren't even born when uh when the attacks on the trade towers happened you know 20 years ago through so, that um you know so uh, you know, there's a few things that, you know, and you're obviously going to see a lot of other things. I mean, our, our show is not going to be the only show that's spending time on this on, on, on 9-11. Um, you know, there's lots of other things. And I'll tell you what, if you, if you see nothing else, I read this. Uh, the Michigan Marching Band. So there's a big game in Ann, Ar- Ann Arbor Saturday night. And if you watch no other football game, I no other college football game. I know where you're going, brother. Number one, it's, it's the Wolverines. Wolverines, but number two, the, that's a great red Dawn. The Michigan marching band has put together a spectacular halftime show as they take on the Washington Huskies uh, at Michigan Stadium at 8 p.m. So I, I would say even if you tune in for nothing else, um, if you're not a football fan, you know, somewhere 830, nine o'clock, you know, maybe 930. Catch the halftime show because they've gone all out. I guarantee
1: that place is going to be packed to the wall. It will be. Did you see anything about the highlights? Not to distract or do nothing, but the highlights. 109,000 people at the attendance. Yes, yes. And then the lowest attendance was like 72,000, no face masks. The media went nuts with this thing, and it's crowded for college football, and oh, my God, just let loose. I mean, the media's got to – <laughs> you need. You, what is it? What is the saying? You either need to. You, if you're if you're not with us, you're against us. You know what I'm saying? You know. I mean, you better get on board, people. Like, let's go. The trains. Uh, train left. We're here, and uh, you missed the train. You know. I. You just. What are you gonna do? I mean, the, the What I, I, I'm gonna go back to a Black Sabbath song: "The Mob Rules," and and I think that's where we're at with this. We're so fed up with so much stuff, and we can't, you can't put the poop in a group type thing, you know. Um, everything that everybody's feeling, I said, you know, but 18 months of this, you know, and Fauci's a liar, and, you know, we can get into all that later. Or we we don't even have to, but, you know, I mean, it's just like, wow, the football stands are packed, dude. They are, and like we said last week,
0: football's you know? back on, and I'm going to tell 109, you 109,000
1: right people.
0: The band's, the band's director, John Pasquale, said it will be the most, the most extravagant, elaborate, and spectacular live program presented at any football game on Saturday. Guaranteed. Produced by a Los Angeles-based Durant design, Pasquale said the, quote-unquote, we remember halftime show will be on the level with Super Bowl performances. No kidding. Yes. So if you have time Boom, on Saturday night, or you have a DVR, DVR, make sure you tune in for that one because oh, we're
1: gonna talk about it next week.
0: And and absolutely we will. Absolutely oh, we will. I to. I no matter what, one way or another, whether I gotta record it or or however I get to it, I'm gonna watch that. And, and you know it. And there will be all day long. We know. You know the news media. The the shows, the the documentaries. I mean, everything's going to be rolling on Saturday as as the keep as, that beautiful
1: know, bean. The twentieth year,
0: and it's just, you know, it's just it, it's something to remember. Not only remember, but hopefully, maybe, maybe it reunites this country once again to remember why this all started and why we are at and where we were at twenty years ago. So. um you know, it, it, at any rate, um, you know, and, the, and I'll cover that a little more. We um, might,
1: we might go to the turning turning point. You know, just like the the Revolutionary War. You know, uh, it, you know. Uh, what is the saying? I'm trying to think of the saying. Um, failure is success turned inside out. And you know, going back to mob rules or whatever. But you know, um, yeah, just Americans. We're we're. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna fail, man. It's just not we not to the rest of the world, not to anybody. I just don't think it's gonna happen, man.
0: I don't think it's in our blood.
1: It's not in the blood. It's not my blood.
0: No. <laughs> I hear you. I hear what you're saying. What you got there, Scooter Man? Well, there was, you know, so there was a couple things that stood out to me, and and I went back to, um, you know, this was, and I saw this on this was uh, WDIV, our local uh, our local uh, news station. And one of the things they did is they wanted to they wanted to go back and, and, and ask, you know, just general viewers, general uh, general people, where were you, you know, where uh. were you, on nine eleven of two thousand one, and some of these some of these answers and responses were, you know, they were, they were interesting, but a couple of the ones that I highlighted. Um, And this comes from, and I'm not going to name anybody's names on here. If you want to find it, we'll put a link on the show. But uh, uh, this comes from somebody named TR. And he says, leaving an early morning class at Michigan State, heard some people hysterically chatting, but I couldn't make out what they were saying. I walked into the International Center only to find the entrance filled with students with their eyes glued to the live news coverage on the TVs. All I could process was that we were under attack my jaw dropped. I immediately called my dad. I didn't know what to do. I was 90 miles away from home, and the U.S. was under attack. I felt isolated, scared. To say I was nervous is an understatement.
1: True that. Because um, if you were anybody our, our age, you know, in the, you know 40s, you know, or, okay, say what was that 20 years ago? So I don't know. Give it around. Phew, I don't know. 30s, 40s, 50s, right? You know, you could have been 10, 20, 30 years old when it happened. Right? Right. And everybody knows exactly where they were. Sure. I, and, I, I guarantee it. Uh, in some shape or form of some kind of memory, you know exactly what happened 20 years ago on this coming up Saturday.
0: Well, and that's what's interesting to me to read, you know, to read some of these uh these testimonials, you know, like this one that came from PA. And like you say, everybody remembers, even though it was 20 years ago. PA says, I slept on that day. It was my day off. In fact, you know, so I, I switched on the TV expecting to, you know, see Regis and Kelly Lee. Huh. Or, uh, yeah, Kathy Lee. And I went to make coffee. When I got back, there was a point, the only picture that was of the tower that was, that was hit first, smoke coming out, nobody talking. I couldn't imagine what was up. After the second plane hit, I could barely move from the sofa. For the rest of the day, everything was just too unbelievable. And then P.E. says, I was home watching the news and shut off my TV around 7.45. Then something told me to turn the TV back on. And there it was. The Trade Center had been hit by a plane. There are no words to how I felt when the buildings collapsed. We will never forget 9-11 and the lives that were lost in and, and this day when our country was under attack. It was strange to be outside, not hear or see any planes flying. I was in New York a year later at Ground Zero, and I cried right there in the street. You know, and then this, and then this last one, and this comes from, uh, from E.G., and, and this one kind of stood out to me because, you know, the way, the, the way she closes it is, is really the, the capper. But it said, I used to deliver newspapers at the time. And I arrived at the warehouse, and my district manager informed me that we are under attack, and someone flew a plane into the Twin Towers. My response was, what? I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Dennis asked me, haven't you uh, heard the TV or had the radio on? And I said, no, this is the first time I'm hearing about someone flew an airplane into the Twin Towers. Well, he informed me the papers will be late, and just to go home, and I'll call you when the papers get here. I got in the car turned on the radio as I listened to WJR I started praying to the good Lord for the employees and the first responders to be safe and I remember one thing on that day all Americans came together held hands we didn't care if you were black white brown we joined hands we prayed together as one my question is what happened to us 20 years later now we are so divided and the hate is to is so thick that you can cut it with a knife very sad wow you know i mean that's uh that's a strong one you know it's just uh and she's right you know it's it's 20 years removed and like you were saying i mean you know the 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 mess that seems to be going on all around us right now and it's uh it's unfortunate that uh you know what brought us all together has has kind of disappeared and and faded away but uh Um, you know, hopefully the the best I can say is, 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 is if nothing else, if, if we take nothing else from this day is to remember, um, where we're at 20 years ago and maybe it helps right the ship, you know, if you will but uh steer the course yeah i it was just a it was just a couple couples, you know but that's a, testimonials that i thought i threw out because like you said everybody remembers where they were at that day true that and, and i know i do how about you where are oh. you at preacher man what, what what were you doing on september 11th of 2001 where was i where were you
1: I was in Naples, Florida, and I was doing some power washing with my cousins for home care, pressure washing, and painting, and, uh...
0: Carrying on a normal day. Just,
1: yeah, we had a, we had a down there, and it was, uh... Just a normal day, man. September 11th, 2001. Just going to work, man, you know, and nothing, nothing different about this day except for it was hot down in Florida <laughs> in September. And, uh... So anyway, we had we had this trailer that was hooked up with like three different you know power washers on it, where we would just go down the block of like a four hundred you know plus trailer park, you know fifty five and up, and you know they had to have their power or they had to have their trailers washed every six months. It was just mandatory, spiders and webs and snakes or whatever. You know what I mean? The golf. It was just yeah, it was just you know
0: upkeep, you know or whatever. Sure. But
1: we had we had a major contract with these guys, and so we you were love by water.
0: You have maintenance. Yeah,
1: so we were you know that's where we were that day so we're all just kind of setting up our power washers but the power washers were not engaging and it just like all of a sudden you know when if you know a power washer sound it doesn't engage when it, it engages it doesn't engage and when it sits too long you can't leave it sit too long right it, it just can't you just can't have it run i was under this lady's uh, uh lean to and uh, she just come out the door and i'm spraying <laughs> you know i'm like there's chlorine and you know there's water and you know you know i'm just blasting stuff and everything's just dripping and she's like trying to grab my arm she's like come in come in you know i'm like what is going on you know just you know and just things just started really getting weird like really quick you know i don't not dragging this out but you know these these are the details and you know sometimes we need details because details matter but That's another level and I'll get into that some other time about details. But she just grabbed my arm and she just pulled me in there and it was just me and her, like an eighty-five year old lady and you know, on this screen and just watching the second plane hit the twin towers. And I was I was talking about this just a little bit ago and my hair on my arms just kinda I got a lot of hair and they just kind of got up and I just always get a, a a chill or something that you never forget. It just runs through you. And then, and now I had two little kids at home and I knew I was at least 20 miles away and I just, I, what am I going to do to protect them? Right. Right. And that was the first thing on my mind. So same with my cousins, they had families and we had just dropped everything. And, uh, Didn't mean to leave her sitting all alone on 9-11, which was my, I still think about her to this day, that I had to leave her, sit there, and watch the television by herself, but I had to get home. And I hope that she found somebody to, you know, share share that with or something, but I just, it didn't matter. But my cousin, Christian, um, he played Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) And I tell you what. He thought he was a race car driver all the time, and we were in and out of cars. And I'd never seen anybody drive anybody faster to get home to their family than my cousin.
0: No kidding. And he
1: was good at it. And I'm telling yeah. you, with the in- inches doing 110 down U.S. 41, if anybody knows Fort Myers, and back from Naples to uh, you know the heart of Fort Myers somewhere where we, we lived on you know the beach or whatever. But um, yeah, so uh, you know we. I mean, tires squealing, you know, corners turned, you could see people just, you know, just making difficult decisions on the road, you know, where, where whatever. It was just chaos, you know. Sure. And then, uh, you know, I finally arrived at home, and, you know, for some reason, both, both my young children were there, and, you know, mama was there, and uh, I just started kind of loading up some guns, and I just... Maybe just thought of anything for any kind of weapon is what went through my head, and I don't, I don't. Are they here? Are, where we where, didn't know. Where are they? That's you know, the what's str- what's getting dropped on us? Where are we at? Do That's we, the strangest we have thing. To, is we did not know. Do we have to defend ourselves? Yeah. What What is going on? Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, <laughs> the South isn't famous for being part of the Union. <laughs> but sure. Sure. Anyway, are we unified down here? You know, like what? Right. You know, being a being a northern boy in, you know, in Florida was just like, you know, uh, how do you trust your neighbors? Who, you know, uh, everything starts going through your head. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's 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 total chaos at this moment. And, uh, you know, you sit and watch TV and then, boom, you know, it's just this. And you see the firefighters running through, you know, the smoke and you just see all the blast uh, stuff. And people just, you know, and sirens going off and the blackout and, you uh, know. The, the the wreckage and the horror uh, of it all, and you just, you're just you just in awe. And you can't – you know, at that point, you can't even believe what you're watching at first. No. And then, you know, I don't, I don't know about anybody else, but I, I I went into defense mode, like, you come to my country, I swear to God, you know, I will <laughs> – don't you dare. You know, That's a, that's the only thing I can get. And you know, I truly believe that the the world changed on
0: 9/11. It did. Not
1: just America. No, I, it... I'm I'm talking the world changed after 9/11. Sure, it did. That moment when that happened, and uh, if if you don't know, that's why we fought the 20-year or 20 20-year war in Afghanistan. That's yeah.
0: why we're. That's why we're there, and, and you know. Well, I can tell you. Uh, but you go know, ahead. Where can, were you? I can tell you on that day. Um, you know, it was it was uh, it was another same thing. You know, it was it was a it was a normal day. You know, it was a it was a normal day. I mean, and we you know went to the shop. I was an electrician at the point, and um, there you go. Went to the shop and went and got you know spent uh, spent a little extra time in the shop, which we normally don't do. Um, but we spent a little extra time in the shop that day and getting you know things organized and getting the, the vans loaded and blah blah blah. And then from there, we had to go to the supply house, and we went to the supply house, and, uh, you know, had to get all that stuff done. So I would say probably somewhere around, you know, 8.30 or so, we finally got down the supply house, uh, 8.30 or quarter to 9 or whatever. We got out the supply house, and, of course, our normal routine was uh, me and my coworker, Nate. You know, that was, uh, that was just our thing, at that, you know, back in those days. We always listened to the Drew Mike show. Every day, You know, we were just seeing, you know, as we've talked about before, I mean, we're just, you know, loyal Drew and Mike followers as contractors. And, uh, you know, just always listen to him every day. So, you know, we get back in the van, we're heading for the job site. And, you know, put on the Drew and Mike show as we're driving back there. And, you know, driving along, get back to the job site, and all of a sudden, the tone changed. And we get to the, you know, we finally get to our first job for the day, and it was it was right around... I don't know probably right about nine o'clock we pulled in the job site and next thing you know we're 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 parked the job site we're trying to get out of the vehicle and listening to what's going on in the Drew and Mike show and thinking this is again like you say, we had no idea what was going on, what was happening. it was so surreal to to you know figure out what just happened and what are they talking about and and where's the nearest tv and you, you know i the the things that go through your head and where should i go unfortunately unlike you at that point i did not have a a wife and, and and children and you know i was just a single guy at that point but you know hanging out with my coworker and you know working on a job but just the the questions that we asked each other and and you know what's happening and I, I wanted to share this with you because this kind of puts a perspective. And I went back 20 years to kind of share with our listeners. This is from my perspective, but this is what, what Nate and I pulled into as we were pulling into our first job on September 11th, 2001. This is, the, this is what was going on on the radio, on WRIF at that point. As we, as we pulled into work and I, I'll just go ahead and run this for you. And this is, a, this I, is a short little quick clip before I run this, but. Can
1: I ask you one question?
0: Sure. Did you, did you, did you go
1: into defense mode at all? Did you think anything like defense? I don't defense think or... I knew
0: where to go. Cause I think we were so confused on what okay. was going on and we were, we were, we were trying to figure it out and, and trying to, you know, say, is this an isolated thing? right and and, and and like I say when when we listen to this clip you'll flash back and and, and almost go you know so think about this th- this clip starts at nine o'clock so this is this is actually almost 15 minutes after the first exactly um, the, the, the first uh, plane flew into the the towers because I believe that I, I want to say the time was 846 when the first plane Correct. flew into the first tower yep and so this is almost 15 minutes after that and when it happened, we were almost as dumbfounded as as the guys on the radio were that were sitting there in the in the studio trying to go, sure, what just happened? Was this an accident? And and the one you know the one disc- disclaimer I don't want to say disclaimer, but the one thing that was interesting about it was, and I'm not sure if you know any of our listeners are familiar with the Drew and Mike show from back in those days, but uh, Mike Clark, what was what was added the extra aspect of uh, Mike Clark was he was a plane guy. You know, he was okay. a pilot. He he actually understood planes, and he gave a perspective that nobody else, you know, possibly could. So sure. it was interesting to listen to Mike Clark's perspective on this. So this is a little flashback from, um, uh, again, from uh, two thousand one. But I'm going to go ahead and run this for everybody, and this is kind of where we were at it nine o'clock and uh, uh, you know, September eleventh of two thousand
2: one. 9 o'clock at 101 WRI at Detroit. You know what? It's funny. I saw these phones ringing and all of a sudden I looked up just as we were hanging up with Bill Dorsey. Yep. Mark was running around changing the stations. A plane has crashed into the World Trade Center. Right uh, into the top of it, man. It, on the ground, it looks like a kamikaze. And, uh, I mean, it looks like somebody flew right into it, it, it on purpose. Uh,
3: along with several others. Uh, look the at sound
2: of Where's the plane? Did the plane bounce off it, Mark? It's looks like the inside, plane's inside, no inside, of it. Yeah. inside of it.
3: Look at it. Gaping, gaping, gaping hole. Where's a gaping hole on like, two sides of it at this point. They're showing the top of the World Trade Center building. We're seeing a hole. And there's a hole mark also on the left side. Yeah.
0: That
2: we're but I
3: but are, yeah, there two, is two Mike, parts but, of the structure.
2: But do you see any part of the plane? I don't see anything.
3: No. And, and which could be obscured by smoke at this point. There's a tremendous uh, plume of black smoke. The smoke the is just on Black on. smoke is just pouring out of these gaping holes. The structure is just uh, tremendously penetrated. The concrete is just literally gone could with they, black uh, smoke just pouring out of that thing. Could the plane be inside? Absolutely. Oh, definitely. God. Absolutely. Easily. You know, because you figured that that thing penetrated concrete, steel, girders, iron, you know, all of that, those things that go into uh, building structures channels, of that Mike, size. Let's see about the other. Uh, Possibly a commercial jet again. A uh, big question on market. CNBC. Oh, a commercial
2: uh, jet. Oh, no, it can't be a commercial jet. I understand it had fuel in it, too, honey.
3: What a stupid go down to, statement. Uh,
2: 14. Ten and nine. Wow, this looks weird. like this would be so, a. Uh, uh, There's
3: a woman that was just kamikaze. carried, I guess she fainted or something, but I don't. I don't see any oh, physical injuries. In. They're saying a right, Klein, passenger you plane. That sounds like it. a deliberate um, suicide. I
0: Renault. Yeah. Is with us right now, Deliberate Mr. No, good morning. Good morning. How this are is, you? This is Bryant Gumble. I'm down on uh, 59th and Fifth. Where are you?
3: I am in Chelsea, and we are at Eighth and Sixteenth. We are the tallest building in the area, and we my window faces south, uh, so it looks directly onto the World Trade Center. And I would say, you know, approximately 10 minutes Look ago, there was a, a major explosion from. Probably, it uh, looks like about the 80th floor. You it looks definitely like a see expected. a building in front Probably you. don't need to be any to kind of an expert to know when you're uh, in the air that there's a building in front of, of you, okay? The, let's see the north side.
2: Wow, that's an incredible shot on CBS that we're looking at. Unbelievable building, yes. picture. And
3: it was very loud explosion. This
2: is also the, this is the part of the, well, I have to believe it's a tragedy because first of all, whoever's in that plane, and if anybody's in the, the upper floors of that building, but... This is the part of the tragedy where they put some really dubious characters on TV yeah. <laughs> to talk about it. Not not to make light of it, but um, there's going to be some really sketchy things coming coming through your television, no matter what network you're on in the next hour or so, until they figure out what the hell's going on. Well, you see MSNBC. They're just going to try and fill time. MSNBC? Yeah, it's got a really nice view. But MSNBC has a view from
3: above where there's the water and there's boats out there and the lighting is really excellent. What is that? And
2: that is considerably lower. And is that in the other building? Is that that what wait I'm a minute. Was that see? the impact? That apparently
3: oh. does look like it is in the other building at this point. Did oh something just, just blow up? To be yes. More, which
2: means they're, um, Holy God, you know, obviously man. obviously, there are considerable numbers of stories above that explosion that oh. we just saw.
3: Well, whoever's so in that building is so dead. Go back
2: to CBS. Angle. Yes, you can tell that it That's now live. that both buildings. That was a the that that was, a like was a humongous fireball engine. from another was that from another from building? From the second
0: building. Yeah, yeah, the
3: second straight tower. Into it. There's not it didn't look like it was uh and it didn't
0: look like it was Look at the set. fire
3: yeah, pouring yeah, out of, out of that side. <laughs> yeah, try
0: a
2: uh, try it's 10. <laughs>
0: plane. Um can you characterize the the scene? No.
2: Oh, God, oh, here Brian, come the dumb up. journalists. That's what I was just saying. This is where you get we some really... Bu-
0: oh, oh,
3: they showed it! That's the in plane! In.
2: Oh, that's what? what? Yeah, they just showed a plane go right through it. Back okay, back it up, back it up, back it up, back, back. back it up. Wait a minute, right there! Oh, my oh, God! God. Was a, that was a that's jet! Wait, that's a second plane! That's, that's another, plane another one! On ...the other
3: side. So this is obviously or would seem to be, and again, well, I'm dealing but it would seem like there is... A concerted attack against one of the t- were- towers of the World obviously Yeah, that yeah. is. A, ooh,
2: ooh, d- uh, Charles, I think you can take a little bit, of, go out on a limb here and say that yeah. something planned is going on. Yeah,
3: that was that a giant. Oh my God!
2: You know how uneffing believable is this? Holy oh Christ! God. God, I just assume. Don, that could was... you hear that? Could you hear that plane as it came in? I did not hear that plane, but I had to step inside. You want to back up? Let's, yes. let's back take up. another look at that. Um, that was a, a. It looked to be uh, a. Uh, uh,
3: a jet aircraft uh, one jet engine on, well oh my back it up god back it up and freeze Shit, on that airplane like oh my movie. god oh, can oh. you believe yeah it's just out of a movie you know what that is a regular jet aircraft there is a, a jet engine on each that, that's a that's a jet how big that's damn big that's, big. that's a big plane
2: it's flying. It's, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's cooking, too. That's large. That looks side. to be
3: larger than a business jet. It's bigger than, like, a Citation or um, Gulfstream, those second, types that of looks things. like a good-sized oh, plane came is, in and we're talking like over hit DC the World Trade 9. Center from the other side. So, this is what, did, what
2: is up with the World Trade Center? I mean, we had this, we uh, this bombing there uh, the, uh, oh, three right. years ago or whatever, the Muhammad Salami deal? Muhammad Salami, yeah. If they're not trying to take it off in the basement, the parking structure, they're trying to take it off. It was
3: hit the floor. But that I'm just guy wondering, flew right into that thing. It was definitely a suicide who, mission.
2: Who is orchestrating multiple plane shots on the World Trade Center? Know. I mean, I,
3: how... In the balls. What pilot can sit there looking at his instrument panel, seeing this World Trade Center looming in his windshield,
2: knowing in anybody moments he's going some, to be dead? Anybody want to toss out some irresponsible speculation? Uh, Who's responsible? Is, is it going to be similar to that irresponsible speculation from the Oklahoma building? Or... Oh, uh, you mean as far uh, oh, so as something it, from the Middle East. All right, what what group do you think is gonna claim responsibility? Well, it's it's somewhat irresponsible to, to just toss it out there, but I I don't think it's out of the question. But it could be a McVeigh type, you never know. Oh, it could be oh, some Oh yeah it could definitely. be some angry white guy. Yeah. But you've got—we're talking two planes here, two pilots,
3: two, two pilots that are dead. And that plane that just went in there was a was a much larger jet aircraft. I mean, it wasn't—it was larger than hit a business by jet. Planes now, in the last half hour, and again, I say we are, we are totally powerless in knowing what's going
2: on here. I tell you, if I, if I was on television in New York right now, I wouldn't How? want to stay on TV I you, if, if you, I be, was in a tower. Would obviously, be some sort of a concerted be, attack. Oh no! Uh, I'd be running uh, down the stairwell so fast.
3: World Trade Center. This Do you is know the, how many again we're going to show the in right there. And you talk about elevator
2: banks that are out of commission now, the airplane you know. flying in. I, I don't know how many people are. Yeah, sure. I don't know how many people work up there, but I would I got a Oh, look at, believe look
3: at the jet. That is a that, full John blown Romero. jet of if, the commercial the side, variety. If they're still show, if
2: they're still showing this video at the end of the day, you're going to see the most unbelievable piece of video oh yeah. you may have ever oh yeah. seen in oh your yeah. life. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and
3: you know what else is going yeah, to happen? The stock
2: market has stopped. Stop. They're all looking
3: at the yeah. television on the. And you wait and see when the home video starts coming in. You know somebody probably got. The this most, amazing, the first one. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. And, right near and, and I tell you what else, man. I, it wouldn't surprise me. Wait, Maria Bartiromo's on the phone. Who actually watched the plane go in? Tell us exactly what you saw. I just saw it out
1: of nowhere. The plane came in, crashed right into the trade center. It went through. Thank you. Uh, just, uh, Thank full you. speed didn't stop just right through
0: the whole center. It didn't right through stop. The it well, did stop like a car in what, the air. was he going
2: to put his brakes on? Yeah. The
0: second tower. It went right it went through
2: the building.
3: The it didn't stop. The top of the yeah, why, why did not the guy stop in, this in the air, air, this and pull This over. is
2: one slightly, unfortunately, amusing sidebar to what's yeah, happened is you're going to hear some yeah. unbelievable thing as yeah. all the television stations try to compete with each other by tossing people on the air. And you
3: know what else, Ben? Do you know how long has been slow news? days for how long because now and you got something like this
0: and you know that was that was the interesting thing i mean it's 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 almost you you got to realize drew and mike i mean it's a comedy show you know like what we do and it was the interesting thing is here they're trying to carry on a normal show having no idea like none of us did we had no idea what was going on and and what just happened and you know here we are 20 years later i mean we know exactly what happened but the 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 surreal moment that uh, of of that going on and going what just happened you know it, it it's it, and like Drew said ir- irresponsible speculation is coming because they're going to they're going to try to look at it every way they possibly can and 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 who's doing what and 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 why and and what's happening and and, and all of that but um yeah it's it was uh Kind of a flashback from the you know from from the past, if you will. I, I I don't even know how to uh how to how to move on from there, but uh
1: Oh I the only thing more horrendous that I've ever heard uh as far as like some of that news, you know, broadcasting and stuff like that, like live on the air. You know, watching something was the the Hindenburg. Sure. You know, those voices from the Hindenburg were just like the, 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 horror, the, you know, yeah, the, and humanity. Just, the, humanity the humanity and just, yep. you know, it was just one of those things, you know, and, uh, you know, that's the only thing I can really compare anything else exactly. to as far as like broadcasting or whatever, you know, and I know they do a comedy show or something like that, but listen to that. It was just like, you know, uh, where, where, uh, where are your feelings? You know, what do you start thinking? How do you react? I sure. Mean, you know, I just, sure. You, you, you're I, I you
0: doing comedy I see at the, the same chaos. time. I can see
1: the chaos going through but it. But at the and, same and the time, other, you're, you're, you're still a like,
0: responsible news person that's live on the air when this is going on and going, where do we go from here? Because,
1: well, the only thing I could think of is how would we react or We react if we were doing something like sure, this. Sure, if we were and live then, and, and we that happened? we live happen? and something like that. I mean, And go back 20 years and go listen and go. Okay, well, you know, you know, know, who knows? You you don't know. You don't know. You don't know what happened. You don't know why. I mean, there's you know the questions have not been answered and uh, you know just like wow you know
0: so the irony of all that was they had and the reason that they hadn't cut free of um of what they were doing and hadn't covered you know what was going on at that we well, could hear
1: multiple uh microphones and things
0: yes because you know, they were playing news feeds up. right but at that point what drew and mike were doing is they were interviewing and i don't know if you remember the story about uh, bill dorsey he was the guy Um, that had uh, bought a bunch of plane tickets and his goal was to fly around the world and see the entire world So Bill Dorsey was big in the news at that point, because just not even, well, (laughs) they had just got off the, they brought him on at like 8.30 that day to interview him. And they had like a 20 minute interview scheduled with Bill Dorsey and they were on the phone with him and they were making jokes about flying planes and how safe they are. And, you know, it was just a, it was just a normal, you know, Drew and Mike show. You know, it wasn't wasn't anything out of the ordinary. It was a normal Drew and Mike show. And that's, you know. Total coincidence. Total coincidence they had Bill Dorsey on, you know, they started referring to him as plane man because that's what they always called Mike Clark because he was always talking about his plane expeditions and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, they started teasing him and making jokes about him and because you know, this is the guy that had to get on the planes and fly around the world and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it was it was irony almost in itself that they got done with that interview and that's when sure they had faded out for commercial right, and came right back in at 9 o'clock and went, what the hell's going on? <laughs> right. And, you know, so um, I, I wanted to, you know, before we get off the Drew and Mike thing, I wanted to share one more. It's just a short little clip, about two minutes.
1: Well, I think what we talked about was that you wanted something that was exactly to that, that day. I that, did. That, that happened this on that is, day. You know, this is what. You wanted, you know. Th- this the is people what that, I experienced Well, the people that are, are in our business, you know, as far sure. as far, you know, podcasting or whatever, these guys were doing this, you know, 20 years ago. Yes. And, you know, the. They they were there for it, so
0: or the guys you know that were you know. They, whether they were in the radio business or in the podcast business or whatever. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, this is this is where the media was at, and and just watching this happen in real time, real time right now. And but what I wanted to do is this is another clip that I wanted to share for two reasons. Number one, because it kind of you know this is about uh, I would say about fifteen minutes after the second plane had actually hit you know the the, the, the towers um, and and they were they were getting a little more information. yeah I was um, doing
1: about 110 down US 41 Sure at that yeah. point you were <laughs> yeah. and,
0: and I, I wanted to share this for two reasons because number one, it kind of just gives a little little fast forward of where we're at you know 15 minutes later and it also gives us a great opportunity to say that um, CNN, even back then, was not the ultimate media source and i think uh i think mike clark will confirm this for you in this next clip so let me run this for you for about two minutes and then we'll carry on from here go ahead the, jason
1: the second plane uh they're saying on cnn was a 727
2: oh my god
3: um no it wasn't a 727 that's
2: incorrect <laughs> Because a uh, 727, uh, you got... Are you refuting CNN already? Yeah, already.
3: Yeah. No, I am. The second plane was not a 727. You I'm not saw disbelieving it. you. Because just... you, you saw it. Yeah, I saw where it. Where were the engines? No, where, I... You I were would Tell me where the
2: engines were. I would not know what it was. But the engines were where, Drew? I, on the wing. Honestly, yeah, yeah, on the wing, I just saw this saying. big plane hit a building.
3: Yeah. Well, there was one engine on each wing, a 727, uh, is you've got three engines on a 727. They're all in the tail of the aircraft. Uh, you got uh, uh, engines on either side of the tail and one up in the center on the tail. So,
2: Jason, anything else you got off CNN? I mean, That's
0: I'm not, I'm got. not disputing you, Jason. Okay. I'm just saying
3: that they, they've got that wrong. It is they've not a 727. A Oh, do they?
2: Okay. Hi, it's uh, yes. Lonnie. Yes. Okay. And could you hear the blast from where you were? No, I couldn't
3: hear the blast, but I I saw something and it didn't look pretty. <laughs> exactly how I could. I'm I nervous
2: I'm not
1: any other way. I'm in shock right now.
2: Do you believe this uh, one? She's, she, she's reporting that she's in shock right now. Yeah, that's According all she's you, reporting. From the
1: southern end of Manhattan, the World Trade Center, both towers oh, God. in flames, apparently oh, my hit God. by two separate
2: jetliners. Apparently! The FBI is now checking out reports of a hijacking.
1: Just before uh, this uh, terrible, terrible oh incident God. occurred, it if happened. If you the had first two one, full loads of uh, airplanes,
2: now time out a second. How can you hijack a plane and get the pilot to crash in? Get well, no, two pilots you, to crash to... into two buildings no, right next no, no, to each no. other? No, no, no. What you would
3: do is, is you 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 hijack plane. the plane. You'd have uh, uh, pilots, pilots who would who would be part of your hijack crew. You would incapacitate the pilots. Absolutely, you'd shoot them plane shoot them and they're at a low enough altitude drew to where oh, you don't have any pressurization factors or anything like that so you can sit there and you can you could uh, take the pilots out you wouldn't have to worry about uh, pressurization all that stuff because those guys are down at around a th- whatever however tall that building is say a thousand feet or what have you so yeah you incapacitate your pilots you climb into the pilot seat and and you fly her right in. take Tom? her right in
0: yeah yeah go ahead so just to, and especially for our, you know, who knows, you know, who listens to this going forward and, you know, where everybody's at, but for even for our Gen Zers, you know, that are not familiar with what we lived through that on that day, um, you know, th- this is kind of a small documentary of that day, but, um, um, you know, on the morning of September 11th, 19 terrorists from Islamist extreme group Al Qaeda hijacked four commercial aircraft. And crashed two of them into the North and South Towers of the World Trade Center complex in New York City. A third plane crashed into the Pentagon in Arlington, Virginia.
1: Allegedly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> yeah, Don't even get me started. Yeah, right? Right. After learning about the other attacks, passengers on the fourth hijacked plane, Flight 93, and, and, and you know, you got to give these people credit. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's and, and hats off to them for what they did. But after learning about the other attacks, passengers on the fourth hijacked plane, flight 93, fought back, and the plane was crashed into an empty airfield in western Pennsylvania. About 20 minutes after, after about 20 minutes,
1: correct. And,
0: and you know, ultimately, the twin towers collapsed due to the damage from the impacts and sub- subsequent fires. Um, y- you know, I. Yeah,
1: I, it's it's. It, but nobody talks about the two other buildings that imploded in New York at the same time. No, like a bunch of, you know, blocks away or whatever. No, but you know, no. I, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how it happens. But you know, you know, I'm conspiracy theory all the way through and through. But you know, all good conspiracies start from somewhere. It's sure. Just somebody lies along
0: the sure. line. Sure. So anyway,
1: <laughs> enough said. So, mm, welcome to America.
0: Well, from there. We, um, you know, obviously that day, I mean, we knew what we didn't know, and we didn't know what we did know, and, um, you know, it went from there, and we, we all sat there waiting, you know, listening, and, and watching, and going, oh, my God, you know, I mean, what's, how many, you know, especially once we watched those towers fall, and then learning about Flight 93, and learning about the, the attack on the Pentagon, and going on and it took days you know i mean it, it, hours turned into days and days turned it, into it, weeks it and, did but and, the only
1: thing that comes to mind for me is that uh why uh japan did not invade u.s is because they knew we had too many guns pointing out the windows and we had way too many guns and uh whoever the general or whatever emperor japan's like no hmm <laughs> No, we uh, no, we're not gonna win this one. Well, so, apparently yeah. they
0: weren't sneaky enough. No, well, they're not.
1: You're not that good.
0: No. So you know. No. So you got to give, uh, you got to give, uh, you got to give them credit for being sneaky enough to figure out how to get around all that and make it happen. But uh, the other big thing that stood out from that day, or not that day, but uh, three or four days later, um, was was the president's speech when he actually went to Ground Zero. And at that point, it was President Bush. And this still stands out. Um, it, it shows up, and if you even do a search on uh, on nine um, eleven, President President Bush's speech. Well, it, he it was, was in
1: Florida as well. He was at he the was, time
0: you know, at the time of the attacks. <clears throat>
1: you know what the the the, the quinky dink uh, thing that uh, occurred to me was uh, that he was in Florida on that date, but not that he was just in Florida. It's just that he was, you know. <laughs> in florida you know i don't know there's a whole bunch of different stuff going on or whatever but you know it i'm just wondering if the look on his face when you know his bodyguard or whoever you know the secret service or whoever leaned in and told him i mean he did look you know genuinely you know uh, disconcerned
0: can only imagine you know
1: but you know uh, how much how much information does anybody really know i mean you know we're just the general
0: we're only allowed to know what we know
1: we're just the we're just the general public, so whatever. well
0: the, the, the speech still stands up the test of time, and this is one that came up when I uh, when I when I was doing the search once again, and this is uh, this is uh, President Bush speaking at Ground Zero from his bullhorn and it's actually referred to affectionately as the the bullhorn speech um, but this is uh, this is President Bush right at Ground 0 I
1: want you. Up. america
0: today
1: is on bended knee in prayer for the people whose lives were lost here for the workers who
3: work here for the families who mourn this nation stands with the good people of new york city and new jersey and connecticut as we mourn the loss of thousands of our citizens
1: That's rare. To everybody
3: who is here, thank you for your hard work. Thank you for making the nation proud, and may God bless America.
0: So yeah, I mean that was that was kind of the you know that that was the next step. That was the next step, and you know obviously. That's what began, which we'll get to later in the show. Um, that's what began the operation Enduring Freedom that sent us to Afghanistan. Um, that sent us there for a twenty-year. What do you want to call it? Occupation. Um, longest war and. In... Forever. Longest Long, war ever.
1: Longest war ever. Longest in, war ever.
0: Years. Yeah, it 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 really was. Um, you know, and. And, you know, they, they, they covered a little bit on the Pentagon and obviously the attack on the Pentagon and how many, you know, there, there was 2006 reservists that, uh, that, that were involved in that. But, um, you know, the, 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 the final thing was, which should have been the final thing, 10 years ago, almost, almost 10 years ago to the day, on May 2nd, 2011, U.S. Navy SEALs launched a nighttime raid on bin Laden's compound in Pakistan, killing the Al-Qaeda leader. Operation Enduring Freedom officially ended the 28th of December, 2014. Although coalition forces remained on the ground to assist with the training in Afghanistan security forces, American troops departed Afghanistan in August of 2021. So, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, there's so many ways to look at that and so many things that we're going to talk about in more detail going forward. Um, because, you know, we're definitely not done with this, but the, you know, the, the, the main point and the main focus of the first part of this show is to give honor and, and remembrance to all the lives that were lost in 2001. And, you know, and, and that's why we're here. So, um, yeah, not, nothing else, nothing else beyond that, but, uh, Stay tuned later because there's more yet to come. Because I know we have additional conversations about that, but, uh, we'll but, 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 but wait. But, but there's but, more. But wait. And now
1: more. for something completely
0: different. <laughs> right on. Right on. So, um, yeah, I, I, um, I, I went, I, you know, I, I did a couple things. You uh, went to the liquor stores. I did it. I, I went to the liquor store, <laughs> and here's the reason I did this. Um, I did go to the liquor store and I wanted to uh, do, do something a little bit different just because, if nothing else, I wanted to make sure that we not only gave uh, recognition to the 2,977 people that lost their lives on September 11th of 2001, I wanted to make sure that we realized that a lot of those were first responders um many of them were first responders and you know uh nypd and uh fdny and there's a huge conglomeration of of irish you know irish descent irish americans and it was it was a conglomeration of of both of them that uh you know helped you know i mean the fdny is very much gathered um a lot for some reason of the of the irish um of the irish population i'm not sure what that's all about but uh
1: uh but, well i can elaborate a little bit but i, I won't uh, no if you're familiar i i'd, I'd no, love to hear the, more because because the, because the ing- or the irish immigrants uh, helped build the railroad with the chinese back in the 1900s untrue. yeah yes. so there was a lot of uh, uh irish and uh chinese immigrants and uh you got the five corners in new york and yep you know so yeah i could go into it but whatever i mean but yeah there was chinese there was a lot of irish there was a lot of italians everybody came over on those uh on those boats to liberty island and uh you know wanted uh you know even my grandparents you know polish you know hopefully uh you know in 2021 right now i mean i i still hope it stands true man i, I really hope we all just pull together
0: and, i do uh, too and i, and make, and I agree and with you the, completely and, and
1: make this nation just so much better you know than what it is and what it could be right now i mean because we are in we are in a hurt uh, state of trouble right now and it's obvious and uh without going into further detail i think we should do a shot
0: well and, and it's funny you bring that up because that was my reasoning for this week um, I kind of, I kind of combine everybody. That I kind of combine have, have served this nation. Both of my uh, shot of the week, um, and my deep dive of the week into ah, one conglomeration. You are a mastermind genius. Well, you because know the the, the mind it's, works it's, in mysterious ways. It does, and but
1: I've incorporated my top eleven into my deep. dive. I know you have. Wow. I know you have
0: and we'll get and to there, that.
1: This is a coincidence of unproportional.
0: But I wanted to, <laughs> um, I wanted to make sure that uh, just, just because um, that's what they ended up finding out was if you look at dissent, the, the Irish population, the Irish have gone on to say that that was one of the most tragic days in Irish history where they lost more than a thousand people of Irish. Irish um, descent or I, Irish Americans. Still, any way you look at they're it,
1: they're still with us, man. I, and I, I'm not kidding. They're in the fire why... they're, they're still in the fire departments. They're still everywhere. They, they, you know, and can't knock them. You know, it doesn't matter who we are or where we come from. You know, we are all just one right now.
0: That's why I grabbed us a bottle of Bushmills. Ah, for our shot of the week, just to include all of them in there, and my deep dive of the week is uh, actually composed by Daniel Butterfield. The Lucky the Irish? Are you familiar with Daniel Butterfield? I yeah, Should I be? Well, it was first played at Harrison's Landing in Virginia of July of 1862. Hmm. And Seems he, like a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And in nine months, it was adopted by both the Union and and the Confederate armies. In 1891, it became the standard of all U.S. military funerals. And here is to oh. all 2,977 lives lost on September 11th, 2001.
1: For something completely different.
0: And now something completely different. And now
1: for something completely different.
0: Just because you asked for it.
1: Well, it was an echo from the reverb from the last show. Or right. Or whatever. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about professionalism. Professionalism. <laughs> I know it's a big word.
0: That is a big word. It I, is. I like the big words.
1: Right. So let's be uh, Where? professionalism. Where do you want to go? Um, let's be professionalism. Let's be professional. Let's step it up. Let's like, you know, like get on the mic and be professional, you know.
0: I don't know if I know how to.
1: Highest bidder wins.
0: Why wouldn't they? Because. Wow, well, high tower meets wins. That's the way I look at it. Because you never know. All right, get a hold of Sean. 810-434-6188, and we won't go any deeper than that because uh, we might embarrass somebody. (gasps) We could. Mm. You know. Yeah. You do. Yeah, you heard that. Up and down the tonal pole. Uh, Exactly. Sean sent us the joke of the week this week, and he wanted to make sure to follow up with the Hightower joke of the week. Terrorist jokes. <laughs> I know, I know. It's mm-hmm. might not sell some meat, but it's gonna sell some fun. Where do suicide bombers go when they die? Any idea? Where do suicidal
1: bombers go when they die? Yeah, I I don't know.
0: Everywhere. Oh no, what? bro. What's the best thing about ISIS jokes? They're everywhere. The execution. Oh! <laughs> Cause it's all about the execution of the joke. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this one's brought to you by Jimmy Fallon. The SEALs recovered an extensive stash of pornography from bin Laden's compound. It's probably not uh, easy having sex with the same 11 wives all the time. However... There were three interesting titles. Debbie Does. Abba <laughs> What? <laughs> Deep Goat. <laughs> Bare Ankles 4. Oh, no. And Two Humps, One Camel.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> Brother. Nice job, man.
0: <laughs> so I went to an ISIS birthday once.
1: It's getting funnier.
0: The musical chairs were a bit slow, but holy hell. The pass the parcel was quick. <laughs> oh. Sheesh. What did fe- one female terrorist say to the other? <sighs> does my bomb look big in this?
1: Oh, I thought it was going to be my. Does my bomb look bigger near bomb?
0: <laughs> well, some of bin Laden is in the ocean. How
1: ironic. Well, that's where they buried him. Yeah. Supposedly. Supposedly. So
0: Osama bin Laden is buried in the ocean. How ironic. Once again, surrounded by seals. Oh! According to Jay Leno. Boom! (laughs) All right. A man was pulled over by terrorists. The terrorist said, If you're not Islam, you will die. The man raised his hand and said, I am Muslim terrorist then shouted, Prove it! Recite a verse from the Quran. The man recited, quote-unquote, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. The terrorist waved him off. The man's passenger looked at his friend in confusion and asked, How did you know the verse from the Quran? The man responded, if these dumbasses ever read the Quran properly, they wouldn't be doing this in the first place.
1: Oh. <laughs> my top 11. What do you want to do? Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it because my top 11 has closely redo with the uh, September 11th and this and that and that. And hey, these are th- you know what? Here's, here's these are that. things, these are things that you might these want are things. to be prepared for for the 20th anniversary of top 11, September 11th. Things that could possibly potentially be used as a weapon. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, that's all I'm that. saying. Okay,
1: that's all Very I'm good. saying. All Very right, good. yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. These could be household garage items. These could be things in the back of your truck. I mean, because these are uh, potential handheld weapons that, you know, are tools that could be used as weapons. You know. Whoa. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, if you have to use a weapon in a particular way, here are top 11 potential Weapon ideas that could help you out. That's all I'm saying. You know, okay. There you go. I, I, I'm just forewarning the Americans and people, you know, that this could happen or whatever if you need something. It doesn't mean that, you know, 9-11, it just be any circumstance, you know, particular, right? All right. Right on. All right. So handheld tools that could potentially be used as weapons. That's all I'm saying. Does it make sense? It does. It makes sense. You want me to read off number one? I would love. I know you love my top 11. All right, so anyway, number one, if you have an axe handheld tool that could be potentially used as a weapon, you know what I mean? You could use an axe. The multi-purpose, right? These are multi-purpose. Absolutely. These are multi-purpose weapon things or whatever. All right, so axe slash hatchet. Welcome to Michigan, right? You need an axe, right, in Michigan to split wood. You need a hatchet. For, or, or, or
0: 22,174 Humvees.
1: I know, but we don't have those. Um, those no, are not, we're not,
0: we're not Taliban. So, right. But, no, but, but but, listen, keep going.
1: but, but these are, these are, listen, handheld potential weapons. You know, they're just handheld tools. They're just tools that you got laying around the house that could be used as weapons. They're not classified as a weapon, but they could be it in a dire strait. Potential situation, right? Very strange. That's what I'm getting to. All right. So, number two. All right. So, listen, don't, and I mean Americans, don't underestimate the shovel as a weapon or a handheld tool.
0: Or 16,035 <laughs> night vision goggles.
1: <laughs>
0: just just say it. All right. Number but three. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just going to you know what?
1: Cuz you got better statistics than I do. No, and, uh, I know. please carry on. But what I'm what I'm trying to portray is you know, to the They're American all to the American people what I'm
0: trying don't to Don't worry.
1: Listen, what I'm trying to tell them is these are handheld weapons. Oh, are, are, oh I got
0: those too tools. All right. Give me a handheld handheld tools. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. That Here, could be
1: potentially used as weapons.
0: Yeah. There you go. Do you right. understand the concept? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. All right. Please. Next right. one.
1: So number one was the axe and the hatchet. Yeah. Right. Covered that. And then you countered with uh, other things. All right. And then number two shovel as a weapon. Man, you smack somebody upside the head with a shovel. I mean, that's, you know, if you got that reach, that's pretty good. You know, right. it could be used as a a tool, and a weapon, right?
0: So your next uh, handheld device is number three. Number three.
1: Listen to this, screwdriver.
0: Screwdriver.
1: Man, I'm don't underestimate the screwdriver. I mean, if you got a reach or something on that, I mean, you got a six-inch screwdriver? Do you? A uh, couple of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Flathead or, or Phillips? Uh, both. Okay. So it doesn't matter. I mean, you could no, potentially good. use a handheld tool as a potential weapon. Or. or
0: 300,528 <laughs> 530 assault rifles.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. So number four. Okay. So don't. And I, I mean this in the. The the purest, the res- nicest,
0: the nicest, and
1: the nicest,
0: the sensitive, purest, sensitive, sensitive,
1: way. yeah, respect. No, I know where you're going. All right, all right. Yeah, so you, number you're four, very sensitive. utility knife, or or
0: 126,295 pistols. Just saying.
1: Man, this is this might be one of the hardest. My top list 11. is bigger than yours. I. <laughs> you got a bigger. I, you do not. Bigger, you do bigger, not have a bigger, uh, list, have than a bigger list than I do. You do, but you no, do not. No,
0: but please go. You please do go. not have no, a bigger you list. Have a bigger list than I do. All right,
1: number five. You got one of these? What Crowbar.
0: Crowbar. Let's see.
1: That is a handheld uh, weapon.
0: Uh, let's see.
1: It's a tool. Got, wait, wait,
0: wait. No. Listen, how many it, you got? It's,
1: it's classified. At, how many you got? I got eleven. I, got, I brought my top eleven tools. That could be classified as weapons.
0: Well, I got sixty-four thousand three hundred sixty-three machine guns. <laughs> but your crowbar looks pretty cool right now. I love it. All right, but, yeah, yeah. Please go.
1: Uh, Carry on. <laughs> all right. Hey, my 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 fellow Americans, right out here. No, don't don't don't, don't, don't underestimate. Don't look at the data. No, don't don't look, look at the data. data. All right. So all I want you to do is look at number six right now. Which is pretty weird, you know. I've seen pornos that start out like this, so it, this one might be a little weird. Um, number six, it is a uh, handheld um, tool that could—that's what she said—potentially be used as a weapon. And I got this listed as number six as an impact drill.
0: Impact drill. How many you got? One! How
1: many? Got? I got. I got three. You got 3? Yeah, I do. I got two impacts and a hammer drill and I swear to god I could put something on there, you know, and just, you know, that'd be up up front
0: or well, up front
1: like, you know.
0: I, I like your I like your impact drill. However, I have 28 Cessna 208s. Why
1: must you insist on beating me every time
0: on my top 11? I see you one. I'll raise you one. All
1: right. All right. Oh, see if you can beat this.
0: All right. What do you got? Bring it.
1: Number seven. If anybody out there in the mechanical world knows what a freaking torch wrench is, that thing is extended at least two and a
0: half feet. Torch wrench?
1: Yeah. It's a torque wrench. You might have me. I know. It's a torque wrench to get the hubcats and the lug nuts and all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's a pressurized, uh, self-calculated uh, mechanism that uh, is precise. If, if per how, life. Many again?
0: Well, how many you got? Well, I got I got two. You got two?
1: I got two. They're both three hundred dollars. I got six hundred dollars in torque wrenches, and they're about a uh, two and a half, three feet long. Yeah, I got a uh, Snap On and a uh, Bosch. Torque wrench, yeah, that bash your freaking head in
0: well, right a, now. I got a 169 m, M113 m armored personnel carriers with. Son of a bitch. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If I'm the Taliban, I'm looking at you like going. I know. You're you're pretty cool, but.
1: Okay. You're a douchebag. All right. So number eight. <sighs> okay. I, it, I get Bring it. You know what? I, Trump, I, I, tell you what. I tell you what. Trump me. I tell you what. These mother- What do you got? don't have one of these. I, I, I'm I, just going there. I guarantee. I'll match this up. I guarantee the amount of Americans, which is like 350 million Americans that live in the U.S. You, legalized Americans that live in the United States. Let me make that clear. Legal U.S. United States citizens that live in the U.S. Go over there. They have at least a ball-peen hammer.
0: Yeah, and that's, and yeah. that's probably true. I, I give them that. But I still have, uh, as a Don't tale, even. As the Taliban. Don't even. I have 33.
1: There's 350 million ball-peen you... hammers out there that could be used as a deadly weapon force. How many? 350 ball-peen million. 350? 350 million ball-peen hammers. Against your what? Uh, I
0: have uh, 40, 42,000 pickup trucks and SUVs.
1: Yeah, it's not going to happen. We'll we'll smash your tires and your lug nuts right off your vehicles. Yeah, yeah, that's a fail.
0: That's a yeah, fail. Yeah, I lost that one. Yeah, All that's right. a
1: fail. All right, so number nine. Um, handheld tools that could be potentially used as uh, deadly weapons alright guess this one you got one I'll give you the initials to it P F you got 10 seconds
0: personal financial
1: um it's a farmer it's a farmer's uh, it's a farmer's aid you got you got 6 seconds I'm driving P P P F. It starts with pitch. Pit, I, I uh, have not. I have not. A handheld tool used as a potential weapon. Pitchfork. Bam. Uh, pitchfork. Oopsie. Yeah, handheld weapon or tool used as a potential weapon, right? Right. Who wouldn't want to pick up a pitchfork, right? Right. You got that distance. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. So. Why pitchfork. wouldn't you? No. all right. So, nothing nothing you got nothing against the pitchforks? Uh, I, do. Your, I do. I oh, do. I you?
0: have I have a couple. How many how many you got?
1: 350 million people with pitchforks, farmers.
0: 350 million. Yeah. Well, against I, your I would say,
1: against your I would what?
0: say I got uh right. go through where, your little where are
1: let me, let me, let me this, yeah. No, we'll just throw pitchforks at the helicopters. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah,
0: you you should, because I have. Uh, you got no number. Twenty three. Embraer EMB, 314 A29 Super Tucanos.
1: Yeah, you get like six people a piece and throw a pitchfork through their engines. You're shutting them down. It's done. Yeah, there you go. It's over. Yeah. All right. So you number win. nine, um, or number ten. I'm sorry, um. Do not, and I mean do not, underestimate the power of this one.
3: Never underestimate the
1: power of the Schwartz. Number 10. A potential handheld tool used as a weapon. Can you guess? I cannot. Scissors. Scissors? Scissors, man. They are sharp as diamonds, dude. They will, you know, you get someone stuck three, three inches in, man. You know, you're hitting vital organs. So I mean, you got to get that close, but you know, whatever. So what do you got? Uh, versus uh, scissors versus tanks or whatever.
0: I would say at that point I would go with the uh, I would go with the MD three fifties. I got forty five of them. <laughs>
1: 45 against 350 million scissors. All right, that's fine. And, <laughs> no, here's the here's the joke of the thing or whatever. You know what? We're in a different country, and we're all just doing sure. stuff like this. And we got this. This is number 11. And, you know, we're all trying to survive or whatever. But do not under, underestimate.
3: Never underestimate the
1: power of the Schwartz. The power of a handheld tool. That is called the fly swatter. Shh. Dude, every country needs a fly swatter. Absolutely. The maggots are everywhere. (laughs) No doubt. Those little some bitches, man. I'd kill. I hate it sitting in my garage with my doors open. (laughs) Bam! 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 You know, everybody's you know, Everybody needs a fly swatter, right?
0: Amen. Yeah.
1: Don't ask for me. What you got, bro?
0: There it is. One more show.
1: The show must go on. How come? Because, why wouldn't yeah. you? Know, it's only episode, well, it's only episode one hundred and two. Two? Yeah, yeah. One hundred and two. Just because. What's it, wrong it, with you? Well, I'm just saying, if it was the only reason, you know, I mean, you know, putting it out there. Yeah, around. Sure. Uh, more. I don't know. How many Are people? There uh, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. how many people else got 102,000 podcast mm-hmm. shows?
0: I, I don't know. There's that uh, one guy you know at, what? It, at it, camp, it, and then, it, then there's that it, other guy at... Uh,
1: in Switzerland! Or, or Cat the Cat French! Cat. Ah, the French. i talk about him. He's got one. About him. He's got one more than us. I swear to God, we'll take him down. I think he's got uh, two. Well, all we need... I think he's got is, two. You know, I'm just saying, all we need is another war with the French, or the, the Indians, or, or whoever. I mean, do we... Really want to start the war back up over there. Yeah. Do you? Do you? Do you? I thought it was over. Is it? Do you? Is it? Do you? Why would you? Why would you? So, stay tuned, my fellow podcast American listeners. Naked time to. Them. Hey! You know what? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, Australia's. I'm sorry, stuff. I'm sorry about Italy, I'm sorry about Spain, I'm sorry about France, I'm sorry about Germany, Russia, the uh, whole uh, and Asia, Europe, the big continent.